Hi there. My name is Dr. Arthur Cassidy. I'm a health psychologist and I've been working in mental health, depression, anxiety, relationship breakdown for very many years. And today, as we are moving towards flexible working conditions, it means that many guys are really working at home, but there's lots more stressors. And so tonight I want to talk to you about some indicators about stress and mental health at work. And I know that the the health um, of the community is very, very important to people. Um, we need to be healthy and fit so we can maximize our job performance. So any person can really experience excessive pressure and demands outside work just as much as they can at work. We have a bullying culture. We have a lot of stress-related um, problems with do with the actual job itself, where there's lack of job enrichment, where the, the work can become very boring, very routine, and many, many, many more. But stresses at home can really affect those people at work and vice versa. We were plunged into this working from home when, when lockdown came upon us a few, a few years ago. But it's difficult to really control the outside stresses in contrast to those we can control at home. So you really do need to take a holistic approach to employee well-being. And this is why we advocate that Mindspace 247 works with companies and works with the corporate sector. So we can say, look, your employees are really the gold dust of your company profits. Treat them well, engage with Mindspace 247 so that you can really have mental health care 24 hours a day for shift workers. They don't have to leave your company and move out, you know, to get an appointment with counselor or therapist. They're there for you. So we advise you to invest in productivity by investing in the mental health because you're working with a human machine. And if that human machine has got stress problems that they're bringing into the workplace or stress problems from working at home, then you have an obligation towards your culture under health and safety regulations. So remember that that if something goes wrong, that could be attributable to the fact that you didn't engage in a contract with your employees, and therefore it may lead to litigation. So do please take your mental health seriously, because the more you maximize their human behavior and job performance, then you can minimize the degree of stress and the amount of stressors that are coming into the, the work um, environment. So let me go on and talk about these definitions. So the definitions that work-related stress is really the adverse reaction that people have to excessive pressures at, at, at work and other types of demand placed on them at work. And so when we talk about mental health, we're talking about mental health is how you actually think, how you feel, how you behave on a day-to-day -day basis. And the very common mental health problems that we do have is normally those that are most frequent and more prevalent. Um, they are successfully treated very often in primary care by, first of all, being in contact with your GP, or also, um, in many, many cases, seen by mental health services or psychiatrists. The problem is that there are many, many waiting lists going on, and the waiting lists are getting even longer. So when you have got or identified a particular mental health issue, the problem is you're going to have to want to see a counsellor, you'll be making, uh, possibly waiting for at least two weeks on average, and there, by that time, the problem has become absolutely massively uh, embarrassing. It's become massively complicated to deal with, and therefore you, you feel that, what am I going to do? So you take time off work. The problem about this is that we have to begin to take responsibility, take control for our own emotions, for our own stressors, even though they are meant to be taken by our employer if they are work-related 
and are actually caused by the work situation, by your exposure to that work situation, whether it be working in a coffee shop, whether you're working in an office, whether you're working on a computer, with endless emails coming in, and with deadlines to be met, you are a human. And so at the end of the day, you have to work out, are these stressors home-related, caused by home and not by work, or are these directly attributable to my job and to my employer? So we need to be very careful about where these are particularly coming from. If you have a relationship breakdown at home, that's going to affect your job performance at home or at work in the office. So we need to be thinking about those. Uh, secondly, anxiety. Uh, we can have productive anxiety, which will get us the job done. But most of the anxiety we're dealing with, and I'm dealing with uh, privately with my people, my own clients, are is work-related anxiety. We're anxious about another lockdown. We're anxious about a pandemic again. We're anxious about getting back to work again. How will we relate to our co-workers? And so on and so on. We're worried about our children at school and university. Can we afford the fees? It goes on and on and on. And so the point I want to make tonight is it's okay to talk. It's okay for men to talk, and please do. Open up, talk to your partners, your wives, your girlfriends. Talk about it. It's not unmatched. It's got nothing to do with being macho. This is your brain and it's your health and your mind. And we have to free that mind from all that material that's just clogging it up, just the way your computer is clogged up on a daily basis. We need to defragment your mind. Get the defrag going through MySpace 347. We are there, you know, at the privacy of your own home. Just come in and say, look, it's okay to talk to us. We can help you. And a problem identified early on is a problem cured. So think of it like that. Good commonsensical behavior can contribute to positive mental health. Anxiety is also related to depression, and we are seeing people now with reactive depression, such as bereavement, a loss of a pet, you know, loss of a partnership, loss of a girlfriend, boyfriend, loss of a partner, divorce anxiety, and anxiety leads into depression. So you've got your reactive depressions, or you may well have endogenous depression, which is coming from inside, where there may well be an imbalance in brain chemistry. And so in all cases, this requires you to have, first of all, a consultation with the GP who may well refer you to mental health services. Again, you're back into the waiting list problem, but will also probably give you medication and uh, something maybe like Cytopram or some other antidepressant drug. But you also need to have therapy. A drug alone will not be the permanent cure. The drug is part of the cure. And you have to combine the medical model or what we call, you know, the medication, we have to combine that with proper psychological therapy, quality professional therapy that is provided for you to change how you think about your life and about your depression and about those things that are causing you to be perpetually anxious. So these common health problems tend to be associated around, you know, the work situation. And very often now, as we talk in sport as well, we lose a match. We, we want our team to get into the finals. We want them to get to the semi semi-finals at least. Pressure on the team members, pressure to score, pressure to win. But what if you don't? This is not a feeling on you as a player, whether it be rugby, whether it be football, whether it be Gaelic, whether it be tennis, whether it be skiing. You are a person and there are limitations to what we do. You are never, ever a failure. We do underachieve. I have underachieved in so many things. But I went on to be a success of what I do. And I did it because mind over matter. Take control of your mind. Do what I've done. 
I was a furious school. I didn't ever think I was going to end up being a consultant psychologist. But here I am. I did it. Why? Because I told people when I found life was difficult, life as difficult as a student, no money, trying to do so many jobs, night work, going around as a security man, all of those things. But, you know, I didn't let it get me down. I said, right, I'm going to beat this. And so I talked to my people about it. I was a hockey player. And I talked to my, my hockey team members. I said, look, I'm no good. I couldn't even make the first. But I was in the thirds. And because I, I loved hockey, loved sport, I was able to talk openly. I'm an extrovert, okay. But it does help, you know. And even if you're not an extrovert, it's okay to talk. Tell people that, you know, I don't know how to talk about this and it's embarrassing. Look, we've all gone through stages of embarrassing. But once you begin to speak out and say one or two short sentences, people will really come alongside you. And you know what? They have had it too, I can guarantee you. And they'll be delighted to share probably their story with you, as I've done with you. So the most important thing to do is believing in your ability. Believe in your ability to succeed. Believe in your talents and skills. You haven't come through life without not having all of these skills. So think of the skills and the talents that you have accumulated. All the achievements you have, whether it be in sport, in education, whatever it might be in, all the places you visited, you know, and, and consider and say, what did I do that helped me to achieve those targets before? Why was I successful in that situation? What did I do? And this is what we call a psychologist metacognitive behavior. It means going back and look at all the many occasions in your life when you have been successful. Don't focus on the negatives. They're gone. Let them go. Give your mind the space because you don't need to carry these around. Why clog up your mind with the emotions of the past that are going to be hurtful, draining, exhausting, where you can't live, you can't breathe? It's almost like a pandemic. And so give your mind a refreshing touch of counseling advice, therapeutic advice with psychotherapists, with our health psychologists. And we can do that for you immediately. You don't have to wait five minutes You're with the therapist. And so... Work-related stress can be very different and because the key difference between the two is that the cause and the way that they're treated. And uh, it may well be at work that your work is causing chronic pain, maybe back pain, the way you're sitting, your posture. Talk to your boss about it. <clears throat> Ask whether or not you can be moved to a different type of job. This is what is called job enrichment. So speak to HR about that. And the most important thing to do is remember that you can beat every single mental health problem. I'm there for you at the end of the phone line uh, in Mindspace um, 247. They're there really to say, look, we've heard it all before. Don't be embarrassed. We'll be able to give you not a quick fix. We're not the Samaritans. What Mindspace does is it's bringing you access that you need immediately rather than wait for one week, two weeks, three weeks, three months for National Health Service waiting list. So my advice is do it now. Be courageous. Pick up the phone. Talk to our counselors. What's right? You know, really do. I mean, go on to Instagram, look at Mindspace 347. Go on to LinkedIn, see our posts. You'll get all our contact numbers there. 0207 553-5010. And we look forward to hearing from you. And thank you for listening to this podcast. There'll be more to come on www.drarthur.co.uk. Thank you for listening.